Well, welcome back to the Blazer Victory Podcast. This is your co-host, John Duncan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine. Episode number 35, as we get you guys ready for the UAB football scrimmage uh, spring game coming up this Saturday at 1 o'clock. Steve, you excited to see the Blazers and the old gray lady for one more time, buddy? Man, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be, uh, yeah, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, I think everybody should be, you know. I think uh, for for both reasons, one, you know, to be able to kind of say goodbye to a place that you know some people want to say goodbye to for a long time, and you know, but it's been, a, you know, it's been a special place for um, for for a lot of people, but you know, for certainly for UAB program, and I mean, yeah, ready to 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 get out of it, or, and. Um, getting that beautiful new home, but, uh, but it, it will be nice to, to, to be there one last time. And it's a shame that, that, um, you know, last year couldn't do that last year, you know, uh, scheduled, know. you know, have a scheduled one, you know, obviously, right. obviously there was a last game at, at Legion field, but we had no idea it was going to be, but, um, but yeah, it'd be nice to get out there one more time. Hopefully there'll be a lot of former players out there to, um, you know, kind of help, help say goodbye and, um, it, it'll be a nice day. Yes, definitely. And again, you know, the tickets, um, they're free. Um, they're complimentary thanks to the sponsoring uh, Pepsi for the spring game. So Blazer fans, make sure to get out um, at one o'clock uh, Saturday and see the green and gold on at the old gray lady one last time. Now, before we uh, start talking more about getting you guys ready for the spring game, we do have some news to go ahead and break. Um, well, not break, but it's just to go ahead and share with you guys on the podcast. But Andy Kennedy in basketball was actually able to pick up two more transfers um, from the transfer portal. Uh, from South Alabama, we get guard Tyreek Locure, um, who averaged 13.5 points per game. Um, I mean, just a really good guard uh, for South Alabama. And he made 55 three-pointers last year. So, I mean, that's an improvement for what we saw last year out of some of our guys. So great to get him. But also, we got a grad transfer from South Florida, Justin Brown, 6'6", 210. Um, he actually played with uh, Jamal Johnson, who, um, you know, we announced our last episode that uh, is coming, you know, from Auburn to UAB. Um, but, yeah, uh, Justin Brown played with Jamal at Spain Park High School. So great to get these two guys um, in, into the South Side. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, out, you know, in you would think or you, you would say yeah, on paper it might be the oldest team in the country, but then you look around and everybody's doing this with the, yes. you know, with the way the rules have changed. You know, right. I, I think everybody's going to have experience, but this is, uh, you know, certainly Andy Kennedy's building a, you know, type of team that, um, you know, is going to be able to win a lot of games next year on, you know, it certainly looks like on paper. And I think both these guys fit right in. You know, I talked to a friend of mine at, at South Florida about Justin Brown and, you know, he, he had you know a lot of really good things to say about him, said that he's, Certainly, I think he'll be a you know a really good player at, uh, at UAB, and you know said he's a, a you know a good shooter, a bit streaky at times. He said, but um, but but you know Moore is a just good is is a good shooter for most of the time, and so you know I think he's going to be good, and I, you know I'm really excited to see Lacour. I mean, he seemed you know I'm just watching his highlights from both high school and at, at South Alabama. And, Right. You know, he's he's uh, he 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 appears to be a really dynamic guy. And, uh, you know, he's um, you know, he's going to cause a lot of trouble with his defense. Uh, kind of like Quanja with him and Quan Jackson in the oh, backcourt. Yeah. There's going to be times where teams, you know, ha- are, are going to struggle to get the ball up court. You know, if right. uh, 
So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing both those guys and just seeing this, this whole group. And there's still a couple more uh, uh, spots, I think. Um, it's hard to tell, but, um, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. And I, and I hope, you know, I hope we'll be able to open up Bartow Arena next year and fill that place instead of, you know, yes. with, with, without the restrictions. Hopefully that's where we'll be, you know, as a society. And um, it'll be fun. Yes, definitely. And, you know, would not surprise, you know, as you just mentioned, there might be a couple spots left on the roster. It would not surprise me if we hear maybe another one or another two uh, transfer announcements. But we'll just have to uh, wait and see. But definitely looking forward, just continue looking forward to see what Andy Kennedy continues to build uh, with the UAB basketball program. So definitely uh, exciting things to come on the hardwood. Now, football, we have some news, too. Um, Friday, well, you, you guys are probably listening to this on Friday, but UAB is hosting their uh, UAB Pro Day for football. So a lot of scout NFL scouts will get to come out to um, check out some of our guys. Um, Steve, I know you said, unfortunately, you won't be able to make it out, but I, I got to think that our guys are going to impress some of those scouts on Friday. Oh, I, I think absolutely. I, mean, I, you know, I think you, know, you, you put – Jordan Smith in that situation, and he he can open a lot of eyes. You know, certainly Austin Watkins, Mike Myron Mitchell. You know, I mean, these guys have been working hard. You know, Spencer Brown. Um, these guys have been working hard to um, to get ready for this, and and uh, you know, this is their chance. You know, and Bronte Harris uh, tweeted out something today that I saw that yes um, said you know something along the lines of you know this is you know tomorrow's going to be a day where I, you know I get to. Um, help it's my family or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, he, he, if he gets in there and, and, uh, you know, does well and, you know, I mean, these guys are, are trying to find a spot in, in the draft. And, um, so I, I mean, I, it's exciting. And, you know, I, coach Clark was saying earlier this week that, yeah, he believes that there'll be representatives from every NFL team there. And, wow. um, yeah, and that's big. I mean, you know, and, and, you know, the pro days the last few years, well, some of the years have, you know, there's been, uh, you know, a lot, you know, most or a lot of the, the, the teams represented it, but I'm not sure they've ever had one where everybody's there. And, and so if that's, if that happens, that's, you know, that's huge. And so, yeah, it's, it'll be a big day. It'll be a fun day for those guys. Um, really fortunate to have the, uh, the pavilion in case there is some, you know, wet weather or whatever it yes. may be. So, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's just another way that that thing, you know, pays for itself or pays its dividends, <laughs> you know. And um, so it'll be, you know, it'll be interesting and be fun to watch, uh, see how those guys um, test. Yes. And uh, lastly, um, some scheduling news for UAB football uh, was just announced uh, this morning, uh, Thursday morning, that UAB did add a game in on September 2nd of 2027 against Florida A&M University in Birmingham. So, uh, FAMU did come out this morning and annou- officially announced that they will be playing UAB in Birmingham in 2027. So, I, I think that's just how things are, Steve. You know, we're scheduling games out 10, 20, 30 years in advance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of – you know, it's been done like that for a long time. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's a little different to, to have, you know, a, a team from – uh, the MEAC or SWAC or whatever they're going to be now, um, right? You know that that far out on your schedule, but hey, that's a traditionally, you know, they have they have some pretty good programs, you know, traditionally, and oh yeah, so um, you know, I'd be that that that'll be fun. It's a long way off. I hope uh, 
I hope I'm still on this earth in 2027. <laughs> well, no, I hope you are. <laughs> no, no guarantees, but uh, um, it, it'll be, uh, you know, I mean, it'll be fine. Uh, going back to that real quick um, about scheduling the games uh, so far out in advance, you would think, Steve, that we would kind of learn from, you know, the whole weird COVID 2020 year where we saw teams, uh, you know, well, UAB, yeah, scheduling uh, Louisiana Lafayette on the fly before the season started. And even during the season, you know, we saw BYU and Coastal Carolina schedule a game like in a week. Um, so, I don't know. I, I kind of wish it would be more like that instead of scheduling so far out in advance. Um, I get why they do it, but just just something I thought about. Yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, I, I like the traditional way of doing it in advance. I mean, I think that that's um, you know now now sometimes obviously you get burned. I mean, you get burned in in a in the sense where you. Um, you know, say, say, you know, BYU, for example, I mean, say you, you do, you know, several years ago, you, you put BYU in your schedule for, um, 2018 or 19, whatever the, the year, they had a really bad year a few years ago. And, yeah. um, and so you put them on your schedule and think, okay, well, this is going to be like our marquee game, you know, and, and, and show people in the, in non-conference that, you know, we're going to play somebody. Right. And then you get to that season and it's their worst season, you know, ever. And, and yeah. So that hurts, you know, that, that, that hurts a bit, a little bit, or, or <laughs> conversely, you put Liberty on your schedule and, uh, and you <laughs> right. think like, okay, well, there's a win. We're going to put a, we're going to put a win here. And then Hugh Freeze shows up on campus and, uh, and you're like, oh my goodness, what, what in the world do we, you know, all right. of a sudden we got a really tough game and, um, you know, so, so, uh, and, and Hey, I mean, there were some, I'm guarantee there's some people that put UAB on a schedule thinking like, okay, well, they're just starting back in, you know, in this return thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to put them on a schedule in 17, 18, 19, 20, whatever, you know, and thinking like, you know, Hey, that there's a win. Right. And, you know, you get a really good football team coming, you know, coming to play you. So um, yeah, in a sense, you know, doing it out like that is, um, you know, it's kind of, it's a gamble. Um, but, it also creates some excitement uh, with your fan base to kind of look ahead, you know. And um, so, I, you know, I kind of like that. I kind of like the traditional, even though it can bite you. Right. And, Steve, I'm just waiting for the day that UAB announces uh, 10, 15 years from now that we'll be going to South Bend to play Notre Dame. Wouldn't that be yeah, something? I mean, no, that'd be fun, yeah. <laughs> that'd be fun. I, you know, I don't know that – I don't know that uh, you know Bill Clark would necessarily want that, no. you know, but uh, but but no, I mean, I, I would, I mean, I'd love to see any of those traditional. I mean, you know, yes. at some point, I mean, I think that um, you know, I know as a coach, a lot of times you you um, you really Recruiting concentrate, stuff, yeah, 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 you concentrate on getting in the communities that's where you recruit, and right. uh, you know, obviously, you're not going to recruit Indiana, um, no. maybe ever, you know, unless. It just doesn't, you know, it, it, unless you get a transfer from Indiana, um, which UAB's got a couple. And, yes. um, but, but yeah, uh, you know, you, you kind of try to look in areas that you, that you recruit a lot. And that makes a lot of sense to me. That makes a lot of sense because it's just a you know, way to advertise. But, you know, every now and again, it's kind of nice to, to go somewhere and, and uh, do something different. And, um, you know, that, yeah, I would, I would, I'd be in for that. I mean, no doubt. Yes. Well, guys, let's go ahead and get you guys ready for the spring game this Saturday. In the last episode, we uh, kind of recap what happened in the first scrimmage um, a, f- a couple weeks ago. 
Um, now they did UAB did hold another scrimmage, scrimmage number two last week, um, and we'll you know kind of talk about what UAB officially released happened in that scrimmage. Um, but mainly, you know, Steve's just going to help us get ready to um, see who to watch for in this spring game Saturday. Um, now, they did come out and say that they'll have, you know, a regular uh, – the first two quarters of the game will be just, just like a normal game. Um, but the, the last – the third and fourth quarter, the last two quarters will be a running clock throughout the whole uh, last two quarters. So let's just go ahead, Steve, and talk about what happened um, on the second scrimmage. Now, overall, um, Coach Clark did say that he felt that the defense, you know, kind of won the scrimmage. The offense was able to move the ball a good bit, but the defense just, you know, had a great a great scrimmage game. Um, in particular, uh, Kelly Sanders um, in the statement from UAB just said that he was in the backfield the whole game. Um, he was looked unblockable, had multiple sacks and tackles for, uh, tackle for losses. Um and also a couple other guys mentioned that stood out on the defensive side of the ball was uh, the LSU transfer, Justin Thomas, uh, West Virginia transfer, Charlie Benton, um, and Dajon Turner and Xavier Lanier both had interceptions for the defense. Um, Steve, were you able, for the first scrimmage that you went to, were you able to get a good eye on um, how uh, Kelly Sanders was looking? Oh, you couldn't miss him. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was, he, he was the same in the first scrimmage when, when I saw him. And, and, I mean, he jumps out. And, you know, the thing about Kelly Sanders, he, he came in, you know, highly regarded. Um, he was uh, had was a junior college guy. I think he had started at Washington State, I believe, is where he was at, um, you know, at first. But, uh, you know, he, he's a guy they expected this out of. So this, this isn't, you know, necessarily um, – a surprise and really I think a lot of last year that you know not getting on the field as much you know even though he got some playing time he got some significant playing time but um you know he just he got caught in a number situation but but the one thing that I loved about Kelly Sanders last year is is you know you go back and watch some of the tape he was running down and making plays on kickoff you know and and playing doing some special team stuff that where where he where he jumped out at you you know, and, um, you know, a guy with, with that kind of, you know, with that size, um, you know, that was impressive to me. And I knew, you know, when I saw that, you know, I just kind of started thinking, hey, this this kid might be special when he gets his chance, you know, and, and um, he's going to get that chance this year. So I, I think that, you know, again, I don't think that that's I don't think anybody on that coaching staff is surprised that he's he's made plays this 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 spring for sure, or any you know anybody any of his teammates. I mean, I think that they, you know, kind of saw this coming, and um, so you know I think with him and you know Justin Thomas, they certainly saw this coming too because he got you know Justin Thomas got to practice with him last year, and uh, you know from from accounts I heard was pretty unblockable then, you know. So I think both those guys are uh, are certainly. Um, this you know this is no this the success that they've had this spring uh is no surprise definitely and also you know the west virginia transfer charlie benton um you know looking forward to seeing what he can do too yeah i mean and I, I mean i hear that he's he's very fast i mean you know I, I mean i think in a lot of ways he's a lot like chris mole is you know as far as the speed the guy's just going to run around sideline to sideline make plays uh, I think he's, you know, I think he's a little bigger maybe than Chris Moe, a little thicker. Um, but, you know, so I think he's going to be, um, you know, play that same sort of, 
you know, role as the, as as Chris Mould did when he was playing inside. So, you know, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, really looking forward to seeing him, uh, you know, on Saturday. Hopefully he's, he's ready to go. You know, that's, that's the thing we don't know right now. Yeah. Who's going to be held out, you know, the, the, and, and, you know, you in, you know, in the spring, you know, for a spring game, you know, you hold them out for small reasons. I mean, it doesn't, you know, you don't have to be, you know, you, sometimes you hold them out, um, you know, with an injury that you would play with in the regular season. So, right. you know, I mean, hopefully, um, you know, hopefully he's ready to go. Cause I want, you know, I really want to see, you know, him play and, uh, you know, a lot of guys, you know, but, uh, there'll be some held out certainly. And, uh, and that's okay. You know, because it's, you know, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't make your money winning the spring game. That's for sure. Right. And, you know, I'm knocking on wood right now and crossing my fingers. But last I've heard or that we've heard um, is we haven't had any significant injuries out of the spring so far. And, man, if we can just make it through this spring game Saturday and end spring on a good note, then I'm sure Clark will uh, like that a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about right now. You know, I mean, it's Saturday's about, you know, coming out and showing your you know showing the fans what what you have a little bit and getting one last chance in the spring to kind of run around and you know officially play you know i guess not officially in in, in one loss record but you know just get yeah, out there and play in front of some fans and um you know kind of have a fun day but uh it's what's the first objective easily is that you know come out of that thing with no with no injuries and uh you know, get ready uh, uh, for that off, you know, for the summer conditioning and, and uh, you know, keep that going. Right. And, and, you know, for the fans, you know, like you just said, this is, you know, really our only time to see them um, before, um, you know, the season starts in, in September against Jacksonville State. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing these transfers, you know, as you just mentioned, uh, Justin Thomas and Charlie Benton. But also, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing, you know, Chris Moe out there at the safety position again and just seeing how, yeah. you know, he reacts to, to the ball and just, just seeing how he reacts to things. Um, so hopefully, you know, we'll be able to see most of these guys. Um, there's no need to get concerned if you see a guy not playing, he doesn't have his pads on um, or, you know, he's got a boot on. There's no need to freak out that, like Steve just mentioned, you know, they'll hold – coaches will hold them out just for the smallest things in the spring game because, really, what's the point of a spring game, you know, other than just showing for the fans and trying to get uh, – you know, trying to see those uh, backups, you know, get some playing time on the field in front of people too. So, yeah. uh, any anything else on the defensive side of the ball? Oh, um, we mentioned Dajon Turner and Xavier Lanier had the, it did – couple interceptions and scrimmage too um anything um else that you remember standing out in the you know scrimmages that are the scrimmage that you saw or practice you saw steve um in regards to the dbs or anything well i mean i think what stands out is just how many how many players they have you know how many guys yeah. they have that show up you know um you know, i mean I, I think you you, you know you, you see guys like uh you know keandre swoops i mean i mean he, this this guy is running around making play after play Right. And, and, you know, he's probably not going to be a starter. You know, we're, we're in a lot, a lot of teams in this conference. He, he would be, a um, you know, for sure starter, you know, and, um, and he may start for you, but, but, you know, I mean, there's certainly no guarantee. So I think that's what um, really jumped out at me when I was watching them. Just, just everywhere, you know, everywhere that on, on the field, there's, um, 
you know, quality depth where there's not a whole lot of drop off and, and there's, there's guys just running around making plays and competing. And, you know, and and I I do think, and this is, you know, with coach Clark, this is a big thing for him is I do think once, uh, once fall camp starts on that defense, there's going to be some fluid depth charts there now, you know, I mean, there's, there's going to be some guys, you know, that, you know, Dijon Turner, um, you know, a handful of guys that are probably, you know, cemented into their position. Um, but I mean, you let's look at safety for, you know, for example, I mean, you got, basically you have, uh, four starters, you know, and I'm including Chris Mole in that because he started at linebacker, but you have four guys who you, who you would consider a returning starter, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in Bowler, Grayson Cash, Demon Miller and, um, and Mole, you know I mean? Those are four guys. So that means for sure there's going to be at least two guys who are returning starter that are not going to have a starting job. You know, so I think that's what that's what you're looking at with with this, you know, with this group. There's so many guys that are just, you know, still fighting for for a position. You know, I mean, I, up, up front, it's like that. I mean, you, you've got guys that um, you know, I mean, Tony, Tony Fair, I expect to be a starter, but there's no guarantee. You know, yeah. somebody might pass him up, you know, and. Um, so I think that's, what's great about this, uh, this group is, is, um, it's so, like I say, it's, it's such, it's going to be such a fluid depth chart and, and really the depth chart in, 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 in one sense is really not going to matter that much because all those guys are going to play and all those guys are going to play important roles, you know? And, and so, um, but, but I think that you, I think we'll see that on, you know, on Saturday, I expect to see that on Saturday or just a lot of different guys making plays and, um, you know, it's going to be the sort of same thing that kind of the way Bill Clark builds his defenses. You know, you see some of these other teams um, in the conference that that have, you know, the two linebackers have, you know, 115 and 112 tackles, and and the next guy might have, you know, 80 or, or, or 70 or 60 or 50. You know, and um, you know that's not the way. You know, David Reeves and Bill Clark build a defense. I mean, you know, they're not going to have guys that that run around and, and, and you know, have 110 tackles while the next guy doesn't. I mean, it's going to be um, – there's going to be – there's a lot of competition to make a tackle on this team. And, right. And, and so – and that's good. I mean, that's the way – to me, that's the way it should be. But, uh, you know, I think you'll see that on Saturday. Yes, and very quickly going back to the cornerback position, I'm excited about hopefully seeing um, Starling Thomas. I don't know if we'll see him because you know I know they're still you know taking it easy on him, uh, right. you know coming back from his injury, but also to see Mac McWilliams again too um, out there as a redshirt freshman. Excited to see him, um, and we just mentioned Xavier Lanier um, and you know TD Marshall just everywhere, just depth on that cornerback position. And you mentioned you know Keandre Swoop. Uh, Swoops and CD Daniels. So just excited. About and Troy Young, you know, I mean, and Troy, Troy Young, right. that, you know, we, we haven't seen on the field, right? but you know, he was, he was in Arizona and, you know, he's, he, he's has a potential to be a big time guy, you know? So, um, you know, we get a chance to see him and, um, you know, which is exciting. And, um, so just, just a lot of guys, you know, a, a lot of guys, I mean, I'm, I'm as excited about seeing, you know, like you mentioned a guy like, you know, Mac McWilliams. I mean, I'm as excited to see him, probably more excited to see him than I am T.D. Marshall because I know T.D. Yeah. Marshall. Well, I know what he can do. Right. And and that's what's going to be neat to me 
is seeing some of these guys that we haven't seen as much. Uh, Deshaun Oliver. I mean, I'm really, I'm really excited to see how he he performs on Saturday. Yes. Um, and you know, just if that's that's what excites me, seeing what some of these other guys can do. Because there's there's guys that we're, you know, that we know, and and we know, you know, we know what they can do and what they will do. Right. Um, but it's 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 the the depth and the and the guys that um, you know, that you hadn't seen as much that that might end up being a star. Like I mean, I, I mentioned Troy Young again. I mean, he might start. So it'd be neat to see him, you know, Saturday and uh, see what, see what he can do. You know, and, and I'm saying all these names, just assuming they're going to be out there, but you know, I was going to say, <laughs> who knows who's banged up and you know, who, who's not going to be out there. But, um, you know, if, if the names we say, if they're out there, it's, I'm excited about it. Yes, definitely. Well, anything else on the defensive side? Oh, on the defensive line, Steve, do you, do you have anybody uh, for our listeners to look out for? The one of the one of the guys that you know, not that we're used to saying, but maybe somebody on that second uh, second team or third team to look for. Well, I mean, I think the one guy that that, that kind of gets uh, you know sort of has been overlooked a little bit is Macario Stanley. I think that you know he's he's a guy that. Um, you know, he's, he's shown flashes every year. And I mean, there were some times last year, I thought he made some big plays. I mean, there's always been, there's, there's been moments that he's had. Um, and I think he's, I think he might be a, a guy that's ready to, to be more than just a moment guy, you know, a guy that, that will come in and, you know, makes a play for him. So I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him, you know, I'm looking forward if he's healthy and I hope he is, I'm looking forward to see Isaiah Forte, you know, cause he yeah. was a guy that really was, that really, you know, they really expected to come right in and, you know, out of junior college, you know, um, this kid out of Montgomery that they signed out of high school, but he didn't qualify. So he went to Northeast Mississippi. Um, they expected him to come right in and, and, you know, fight for time. And I think he was going to, and he just got banged up or or just, just wasn't quite healthy, you know, enough during the year. And so I'm looking forward to seeing him. Hopefully he's out there and you know, seeing him, because I think he's going to be as, has a chance to be a pretty special player. You know, um, Kevin Penn's the same thing. I think Kevin Penn, yeah. you know, get from the, you know, the Austin high indicator. I mean, I think that he's shown stuff since the day he walked on campus, but it's just so hard to get in the, you know, it's hard to get on the field with these guys. I mean, they were just so, they've been so deep up front with really good players, you know, so guys like that, I mean, um, I think it will be fun to watch on, you know, on Saturday. Right. Definitely. Um, and also, uh, what was uh, from Thompson? What was his name? Uh, defensive lineman. Um, Montage Cook. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. I mean, he's him. he's another guy. I mean, he's he's a guy that you know, you know, he dre- he dressed in the in the Rice game, and I think he got on the field a little bit. Uh, Tylen Jones was another guy that in that Rice game or late in the year got on the field and made some plays late, um, you know, or made some plays in that game. So, you know, those are kind of guys that, you know, you'll be able to watch. And it's just it's just uh, it's nice to have that kind of depth, you know, up front defensively. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, I guess we'll go ahead and switch over to the offensive side um, from scrimmage number two. Um, the official statement from UAB did state that uh, Trey Shropshire and uh, Ryan Davis and Samaria Rudolph um, each had a touchdown in the scrimmage. Um, Trey Shropshire and Ron Davis uh, both had receiving touchdowns, whereas uh, Rudolph had a rushing touchdown, um, which that's kind of interesting. Um, I wonder what happened on that play for him to get the rushing uh, touchdown, maybe just like a flip, maybe like a sweep or something. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I think you're going to see some of that this year with, uh, okay. you know, with their with their slot receivers. I think, you know, because I think I think that's what they have, you know, out there. And you know, that's one thing that, you know, I think um, Brian Vincent does a good job of, you know, with, you know, when they have guys like that taking advantage of, of you know, what what they have. And I think when you have slot guys like Samario Rudolph and, and you know, and, and now uh, Jermaine Brown. Right. Uh, and, you know, Ryan Davis. And, you know, I mean, these are guys that um, you can do that kind of stuff with. I don't think there's a lot of things they can do with it with uh, just because of, um, you know, personnel. You know, I think that's one thing that Brian Vincent does well, uh, you know, finding, you know, what what their guys do best and, and kind of tailor some stuff around that. So I think, you know, the Russian touchdown that, that UAB said they had from Samara Rudolph in their second scrimmage, you know, I think that's I could see some of that. You know, I can see you right. know when you talk about him and Jermaine Brown and Ryan Davis, you know, those those are the kind of guys that can do that type of thing. And and you know, I kind of go back to um, I talk about it a lot, it, it, and because I think I still have nightmares about Zach Dobson, what you know, what Middle Tennessee <laughs> did with him. I mean, it just yes. you know they used him in so many different ways you know i don't know how many catches that cat had during the year but they got the ball in his hands and when they got the mm-hmm. ball in his hands special things happened right and you know fortunately uh Diggs was fast enough to trip him up on that one or he had, he would have had two long touchdowns in the championship game and but i think that that um you know not to say that, that you know rudolph or jermaine brown or, or ryan davis have you know that kind of dynamic speed even though they have really good speed but but they have the ability to kind of do that thing. So I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then we're not going to see it on Saturday now. No. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what they have in store for for guys like that in, uh, you know, in the fall. Right. And, and I know um, our last episode, uh, we talked or you talked a lot about how Ryan Davis, you know, he's really impressed you, you know, kind of bulking oh, yeah. up and just looking looking really good. Um I'm excited about seeing, you know, Rajay Johnson Sanders, seeing him mm-hmm. out there, hopefully, you know, make some plays um, and see him out there and just some other guys on the, in the wide receiver group, you know, cause we, we've talked before that we definitely need this, you know, group to step up. Cause you know, you lose right. Myron Mitchell, you lose um, Austin Watkins. Um, yeah, but you know, you got some other guys, you got Austin McGee, Perry keys, AJ Davis. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see who's going to make some plays Saturday uh, from the wide receiver group. Yeah, and there's going to have to be guys do that, you know, not necessarily yeah. Saturday, but you know, moving forward. I mean, it's going to have to be, you know, you, you don't you don't replace Austin Austin Watkins and, no. and Myron Mitchell. I mean, you just don't. I mean, you, you know, you don't expect to plug in another Austin Watkins. Right. Um, you know, even though Rob Shire was very special in in the championship game, and uh, but but I mean, frankly, at this point, he's not Austin Watkins. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he, as great as he was in championship game. You know, Austin Watkins is unique. I mean, Austin Watkins is, you know, talent-wise is is one of the best receivers to ever come through that program. You know, right. uh, you know, one of them certainly. Um, and and so you know, you don't really. It's not about replacing that person. It's it's about finding that production. However, you have to find the production. You know, and if that means, you know, you got to find three guys to, to fill that production. That's fine. I mean, you know, that's what it's about and, and, and finding different ways to get that production. I mean, there's, there's certain things that Austin Watkins did that not everybody can do, you know? And uh, so you find guys, you know, I mean, the, the, your challenge is to find uh, the skill, you know, use the skills of the guys you have 
right. to to produce, you know, and, and I think that you're going to see a lot of that with, you know, a guy like Ryan Davis. And again, with the slot guys and, you know, find a way that, that uh, Rajon Johnson Sanders can, you know, meet his potential, you know, because, right. um, you know, if you can do that, man, you're, that's golden. So, um, you know, that's their challenge. Yes, and another challenge is who's going to get the ball to them. And, of course, you know, we, we know Tyler Johnston can do it. Um, I'm sure we'll get to see him hopefully on Saturday. But I'm excited to see, you know, Dylan Hopkins. I know, you know, you told us last episode, uh, Steve, you know, about how Dylan Hopkins really impressed you in that first scrimmage. I'm really excited to see him back out on the field, you know, after a couple years. Because the last time we saw him on the field was, um, you know, back a couple seasons ago. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see his growth. Um, you know, how he looks. I'm also excited to see Bryson Lucero out there again, um, see how he looks. Um, you know, we, we still anticipated, or we don't anticipate, we know that this is still going to be, you know, Tyler Johnson's team, but, you know, you need that cap- really capable backup guy that can help push, you know, Tyler Johnson and also to be there in case injuries happen. And unfortunately, you yeah. know, we've seen where, you know, Johnston has been bit by the injury bug. So hopefully we'll get to see some um, progression out of our uh, other quarterbacks. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I mean, I, I've said this before, too. I think the best thing that could happen for for UAB's program is for Dylan Hopkins to to, to have the best day out of all three up on Saturday, because yeah. that that ensures that you're going to have a heck of a competition okay. um i still expect and i, I mean this is tyler johnson as you just said it's tyler johnson's team he's you know he's your starting quarterback i don't think there's you know any doubt about it but i would i would love to see dylan hopkins or or, or lucero either one i mean just have one of those guys show up as 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 you know you walk out of that stadium going man that 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 cat might be the best cat we have you know yeah. and um and that would be that's kind of cool because because that's where the competition comes from and and um, you know I do think that um, all three have 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 shown this spring um, from, you know from what I saw a little bit and then heard from some people that all three have 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 shown that you know shown a lot of ability in, in the spring so I think I mean I would love to you know another thing I'd love to walk out of there Saturday saying man all three of those guys look good. You know, yeah. um, I mean, that that would that would be nice, too. So, you know, we'll, we'll see see what happens. I mean, I think um, especially with with uh, with fans in, in the stands, um, it would be nice if you can find a way not to turn the ball over, you know, Please. even though even though even though you you know, it, it's your defense, too. So, right. Even though you, you, know, you love to see your defense making plays, but. You know, just a, sort of a peace of mind thing going into the into the offseason. It sure would be nice to to have no turnovers, you know, and, um, uh, you know, we'll see if that happens. I don't know if it will, you know, and, and I said it before, I said after that first scrimmage is a lot of times we make too much over turnovers in a scrimmage Yeah, because there's so many plays in a scrimmage. Um, there's so many, uh, moving pieces, you know, you're, you're, um, you know, you might be throwing, you know, you might be, you might have the whole, the whole first offense, you know, up front and the quarterback and, but you might have, you know, um, the, the fifth receiver in because the other guy got hot, you know, or, or, you know, overheated for a minute or whatever. And so you just take a guy and you throw in, you know, you throw in Austin McGee for, um, 
Austin Watkins, you yeah. know, and, and that changes things. That changes the dynamic. That changes. So, um, you know, we make a lot to do over that. And there's so many plays in the scrimmage. You're talking about 120 plays or, or more. You right. know, there, there, it, there's going to be a chance you're going to have more turnovers in a regular game. That's just, just the way it is. So, um, but in this case, it sure would be nice to come out, you know, go home Saturday with a, with no turnovers. <laughs> Definitely. But I, I've got a feeling we're going to see at least one. Just just going off of the first two scrimmages, you know how they've uh, they had a couple interceptions, scrimmage two, and I believe the first one, I think they had five interceptions. So right, right. Something tells me we'll at least see one. But it would be great, you know, like you said, for just a peace of mind for us fans to know that uh, there weren't any turnovers. But, uh, but really they, quickly. They, uh, they also had five touchdown passes in, in that scrimmage, uh, too. So let's not forget true. that. Let's not That's forget true. that. Uh, very quickly, Steve, you know, on the tight ends, of course, we know what Hayden Pittman and Garrett Prince can do. Um, but uh, were you able to see anything uh, from, you know, Terrell McDonald or Michael York or Malik Bryant? Yeah. Um, out of what you I saw? Mean, I think all three of those guys are, are capable. You know, Malik Bryant was the one that, that really was excited. You know, everybody was excited about coming out of, out of junior college, you know, junior college All-American and, right. you know, a guy that they really think is going to be good here. It's just, you know, it's hard. It was hard for him to – you know, get on the field last year. And, and, um, I, you know, I think you'll see some, some stuff out of him. Terrell McDonald, I thought was solid last year. You know, as a guy that came in as a linebacker and, um, you know, they moved him last year tied in and you know, I think you'll see some stuff out of him. I thought Michael York, um, showed some flashes in that first scrimmage that I was watching that where he, you know, made a couple catches and, you know, I thought I thought it looked pretty good. So I think the depth there is is really good, and um, it'll be fun to see those guys. I think you'll see more, you know, those guys than you will, you know, Prince and yeah. and, um, and 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 Pittman on Saturday. Yeah, you might not yeah. see Prince and Pittman on Saturday. It might be one of those where you see those other guys, you know, just because there's there's nothing that Prince or Pittman not that not that practice is important, scrimmages are important. But there's nothing they're going to do on Saturday that you haven't already seen from Prince of Pittman. Nothing. Right. Yeah, nothing. There's nothing that they can do on Saturday that you hadn't go, okay, well, I've already seen them do that. Oh, yeah, I knew they could do that. Um, so, you know, it, it, you know, if they're if they're banged up in any way, um, you know, I don't expect to see, you know, either of those guys. Right. Um, now, on the running back position, of course, we can't wait to see Dwayne McBride out there. Um, you know, we know what he can do, but it'll just be exciting to see him back out there again and see him as probably the number one, the number one guy. Uh, oh, no, probably not. Take, <laughs> that, <laughs> take that probably away on that. Definitely yeah, that, the number one that, guy. Yeah. <laughs> that cat's the number one guy now. And you know, only because he's special now. Because, yes. you know, I, I think there's some guys behind him that could be the number one guy. But Dwayne McBride is special. And so, you know, I, I think, you know, and, and and now I know, you know, Henley Brigham, the running back coach, and Coach Clark and, and Coach Vincent will probably, you know, they'll say, give you that you coach speak. Yeah. To, to tell me to tell me to shut up and you know that hey, this guy's <laughs> gotta compete. And he does. I mean he still has to compete, but right. You know, I, I mean, hey, it doesn't take it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this one out now. He's that that kid's special. And so um, he's the number one guy, but there's some right. guys behind him, and 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 you know I, I can't imagine that there's anybody that's that's a UAB fan that is not excited to see what Lee Witherspoon can do. You know right. I mean? Definitely. I mean, it, you know, just his 
just, I mean, you just look at what, you know, and I, it's high school and I, and, you know, and it's, and, and he, you know, he played at North Jackson, which, you know, is a solid program, but you know, they, they play a four a. And so it's, it's not like they're playing, you know, Hoover and Thompson and those schools, but um, right. what he did in his senior year and it was only years of running back in high school um, is freaky. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, 59 touchdowns, 12 call back. Um, I mean, he could have counted for 71 touchdowns, um, which means, and they played into the, the second round. So they played 12 games. So you're talking about a, a cat that every time he played in a high school game as a senior, he, he, every game, he basically averaged six touchdowns a game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's incredible. You know? And so and he's a speed guy. You know, I, I don't know that, um, I think it's been a while that, um, and I, I, you know, I couldn't even, I couldn't tell you who the guy was that, that was, has this kind of home run potential, you know, um, just right. because, because of his speed, you know, in the UAB backfield. I mean, I don't remember a guy that, you know, they had some great running backs that came, you know, have come through there, but, you know, I can't remember the last one that you just flat said, you know, this guy could take it to the house that, you know, with his speed and ability every time. So it's going to be fun to, you know, fun to see that, you know, yes. and, um, you know, and that's a guy. And hey, Whirling Pollock. I mean, I'm really excited to see him. I hopefully he's he'll, he's able to play. I mean, he's a guy who's hasn't really had a chance to show what he's what he can do because he's you know because he's been on you, know, you know had some unfortunate injuries. Um, man, I'm looking forward to see. You know, hopefully he's healthy on Saturday and and we can see what he could do. You know, because you know you know what Lucifer Stanley's going to bring you. Yeah. You know, you know what Dwayne McBride's going to bring you. Not that you, I mean you're still going to want to watch those guys play, but you know, it's the guys you haven't really seen, you know, Pollock and, and, um, and, uh, Witherspoon, Witherspoon you know, and, and, and I tell you, there, there's a guy that, that, um, that I really like, and I don't know if, you know, I don't know that how much he's going to get the ball in his hands, but, uh, the, the Ty Smith Lindsay kid, um, from Oxford, you know, that's, um, uh, you know, he's, he's a, he's a redshirt sophomore. Yeah. You know, as he listed at five seven, one seventy five, and you know he had, you know, he had one carry last year against, uh, I can't I think it was Western Kentucky. Somebody at at least I think Field. so. Yeah. You know, one carry for thirty two yards. That was his only carry of the year. Um, and you know he's 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 he looks a little bigger, looks a little more solid than he did last year. But I mean, I think that I think he can play. You know, now I don't know that he'll ever get a chance. I mean, that you know, I mean, not ever. I mean, it, with this with this backfield, I don't know that he'll that he'll get a chance. But it, you know, if they have the unfortunate some injuries or you know, because he was you know he was he was in line to to um, you know maybe get some carries against Rice last year because he was he was one of them that you know had to do that. But I mean, I, I think that he's a guy that could help you a little bit if if you know, if they get down to that, but I think that just shows how deep they are in the backfield and how good they are that, you know, a guy like that, who's, who I think has shown the ability on a practice field, um, you know, might not get a chance this year because it's so good, you know, above it. Right. Um, now last but not least the offensive line, you know, I think, well, it is the best offensive line, best returning offensive line in Conference USA for sure. Um, but anything, anybody we need to look for other than the usual um, guys? Well, I, I mean, I think the one thing I want to see, and I, I want to see what, 
I want to see the depth. You know, I want to see what guys like, uh, you know, Chris Noble who uh, yeah. can do. You know, at uh, you know, he's, who's a good size guy, he's a redshirt sophomore, but he's good size, and you know, see if he's ready to he- you know to help there. Um, you know, and then see some of the young guys. I mean, you know, Zach Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, uh, Trey Badosky, you know, just some guys that are, you know, that look like they have some pretty good size and they're young and they, and we probably won't see them on the field this year unless there's a crazy injury situation, you know, um, Keegan Vaughn, you know, a, 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 yeah. a junior college kid. I mean, they, those are kind of guys that, you know, it'd be kind of fun to watch, um, you know, and, and it's also it's also going to be fun to watch just that that starting group, just to, uh, you know, and how good they look together already. You know, right. I mean, those, those guys have played so many staffs together now, and they're so you know, there's some interchangeable parts there, and um, you know, I don't know who's who's you know who I don't know if anybody will be out, um, but if they are, you know, see kind of who fits in there. It just you know it. Just watching those puzzle pieces a little bit with those guys, because because there's, you know, if um, if if offensive line is kind of the only thing that you know a coach has to worry about with this group, then they're going to sleep really well at night, <laughs> because yeah. you know, because you're 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 pretty secure about these guys now, and and so um, it'll be just it'll be fun to just like I say, just watch some of the puzzle pieces, watch some of the, uh, you know, the backup guys or guys that are trying to you know become backups. And just see how they perform. So um, it'll be, uh, you know, it'll it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Definitely. And special teams, you know, with spring games, you really don't get to see a whole lot. But you know, we know what we have with Kyle Greenwell, Matt Quinn, Beaverstock. Um, but it'll be good to see out there, uh, see those guys out there kicking again. Um, hopefully, we won't see them. Uh, or hopefully, we won't see Greenwell kicking a whole lot. But um, it'll be good to see yeah. those guys out there. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're they're not going to be a big part on Saturday just because no. that's just the way spring games are. But but you know, you feel really good about all those guys. And you know, unfortunately, yeah. we're not going to be able to see the return the return game as much because no. you know you don't want to risk that. But I you know I think we talked about last time. You know, I think there's some potentially really dynamic uh, return guys. So, um, it would be kind of nice to see that, but I, you know, I don't, I don't expect it and it was not going to happen, but, um, but you know, it, um, come fall, that's going to be a, a strength. Definitely. Well, all right, guys, um, spring game this Saturday, 1 PM. Uh, hope to see all you guys out there at Legion field one last time to cheer on our blazers. Uh, make sure to grab the rain poncho or rain jacket. Um, cause rain is in the forecast right now, but we know in Alabama, you know, things can change or hopefully we'll, we won't get any storms or anything, but definitely excited to be out there at the old gray lady one more time. Um, but guys, if you're not, uh, following us on Twitter, please give us a follow on Twitter at twitter.com slash blazer pod. Um, and also, if you're not subscribed to us on a platform like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure and hit that subscribe or follow button. And just it helps us out a lot. But we'll be back uh, after the spring game to give you guys a reaction, a recap of what all happened in the spring game. Um, so definitely look forward to that uh, coming to your feed soon. Um, but on that note, guys, you guys stay safe as always and go Blazers. Blazers.